Hi, this is Vernon Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here for another episode of Wuxia Weekend with Adam Kenny and Lady Chow Fung to talk about Black Magic, a 1975 film by Ho Meng Hua, starring Ti Lung, Lo Lier, Gu Feng, Lily Li, and Tani Tien. Um, so this movie, it's basically, you know, it's sort of like a black magic film where there's a woman who really wants to get her man, but he's already going to get married to another person. And so she recruits a uh, black magic practitioner to, to force him to fall in love with her. And there's more to the plot than that, but um, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's a classic because it started a whole genre of films. Um, and a lot of people will often prefer the, the movies that followed it. Uh, but, um, but this is a movie that I, I quite enjoy, but I'm curious because I don't think, was, was this everybody's first time seeing this movie? Yep. Yes. All right. So, so what did everybody think of it? Number one. It was definitely unexpected. Like I, it didn't, I don't know. It's very different from what we usually watch. And, um, but I think that was sort of very clear from the get go, like from the opening scene. I was like, Oh, it's, it's that kind of movie. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing. Like I, I, I enjoyed watching the movie, you know, I had a box of popcorn and I was like sat there watching the movie going, Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, um, the special effects are a bit dated. I mean, it, it is an old movie after all. And, um, and, I, I, I guess the um, it's just that this era of people they're all very obsessed with with, with the sort of um, Thai curses uh, it was a very it was, like my, my dad for example like really likes listening to ghost stories about people placing these curses on people and like weird things that happen to people after they've offended a mysterious old person type of thing and yeah this this was uh, you know what well, I, I thought it was sort of like a nice sort of introduction into that world of the Southeast Asian occult occultism, I guess. Yeah. I was thoroughly disappointed in the movie. Um, I It was unexpected for me. I was expecting our usual, some kind of martial arts or something in it. And um, I'm not a horror fan anyway, but I mean, this wasn't like scary or anything, but it was just not what I was expecting. And so I was very disappointed in watching it, but I toughed it out and watched it anyway. I just um, just saw everything that was coming and it, there was nothing that was a surprise to me. So that even disappointed me even more. So, so you would say, even though like horror movies aren't your favorite thing, like as a horror movie, it, it didn't even work for you. Like even like getting aside all the... Um all the martial arts stuff that wasn't there like just as a just as a movie it didn't it didn't appeal to you yeah it didn't appeal to me at all and i'm curious did you how did you feel about t lung's performance in this was it like a waste of his talent in your opinion i thought it was definitely a waste of his talent um i don't know at some points i felt like it was there was overacting hmm. in it to me um i just think and i've seen him in more dramatic roles it's just yeah, this whole thing was a waste of my time. Adam, how'd you feel? I liked it. It, uh, it I mean, it wasn't like an amazing movie, but it, it was like, I mean, it was something different than we usually watch. It, uh, I, I wouldn't say I found it entirely predictable, certainly. I mean, it's the kind of movie where I really wasn't sure which way it was necessarily going to go. I mean, it could have, it, you know, I mean, it was one of those movies where you don't know, uh, you know, is it going to be a big comeuppance thing or is it going to be something where nothing works out for anybody or uh, so I was kind of intrigued on that angle. It it could have done a better job of creating more sympathy for the two innocent, you know, for the innocent couple at the center, because I, I felt like they were almost kind of pushed to the side <laughs> for most of the movie. So I really yeah. wasn't especially interested in you know I mean, you, you asked the question if t-long was wasted it's like yeah i kind of feel he was because that character is just kind of there there wasn't anything to him but uh you know that i mean and that that also meant the movie as far as it being a horror movie it wasn't scary for me because i wasn't i wasn't really worried about yeah. whether well, these characters would come out okay or not 
I, I would add to that. I think we should linger on that topic because number one, it'll it'll tie to Dion's disappointment with the movie, which I think is good. But also, I feel like I found myself rooting more for the Tanny TN character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, she, I kind of wanted. She's the most interesting character in the movie, no question. Yeah, yeah. and and so she's Mrs. Zhu, uh, uh, and and she, you know, she later sort of rejects that name because that's her ex husband and wants to be called Liu Yin. But um, the uh, I I just I just found that. Um, that that he and the Lily Lee characters were the most cardboard cutout of all the characters in the movie, and mm-hmm. and you just didn't. I mean, you kind of got us. Like, I guess he had that thing where he was definitely in love with his the woman he was engaged to, and he couldn't be bought mm-hmm. by money, and that might have worked. Was, there was nothing bad about yeah. his performance. There was just nothing. The, the character just didn't didn't grab me. That's all. Yeah, no, no, and he, it was very sort of. I don't know. It it almost it it, it you you just didn't. You didn't feel anything for him in that moment, and then when he did uh, succumb to the to the influence of the black magic, you didn't really feel anything for him either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was kind of, he was kind of just a zombie at that point. Yeah. So it was just you know he was just kind yeah. of sleepwalking once he once he was uh, yeah. I mean it. I, I don't know what I mean it, that that was what it called for, but it just wasn't particularly interesting. I just feel like in that movie they could have gotten any other people to play those roles and it would have been an okay movie but to see some of my favorites in these roles it was really sad for me yeah i mean and i can definitely see where you're coming from because because t lung is somebody you kind of expected to see a little bit more from him in this movie maybe and and he's got so many other things he could contribute and and lily lee is just kind of you know she's really kind she's a very you know, very much on the side of things. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, she gets barely any real part in the movie at all. Yeah. So, so I think, I think you really have to like the bad guys, number one to, uh, yeah. to enjoy the movie. But so maybe we should talk about the bad guys and Dion, if you didn't like them, just, you know, maybe talk more about what you didn't like about them. But, um, but why don't we start with Gu Fung? Cause he's the, the black magic petitioner who is, um, who plays uh, uh, Shan Chien Mi. Um, you know, he's, and he's kind of got like a unique hairstyle in this one. He's got sort of like a, I don't know what you call it, but it's like, it's like half long hair, like down to the, down to the jaw. It's jawline. a bob. It's a bob. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it definitely fits his face in an interesting way. And he's, and he's got sort of like a, a sleazy hippie vibe is how I would describe it. Um, but I don't know. What'd you guys think of the, of the, of the, of the main bad guy? I don't know. I thought he was. I thought it was great. I thought Goofman was great in this one. Like, I was really amused with that one scene where he's like casting, yeah, the 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 magic on um on Tani Tian's character, and and yeah, she sees him like in you know all dressed up in a suit, and I was like, oh yeah, because, you know, t- yeah, Goofman's actually a pretty handsome guy, you know, but it's just like I I forever associate him with like sort of old um scholarly master types like he's got the elegant air but never as like a handsome-ish uh man if that makes sense like and and that that particular was like, oh he's, he's, he's actually pretty good looking <laughs> I, I like i like the way they did that effect of having him suddenly just be in a suit that was like it just it's kind of like the cartoon thing where someone looks at someone and they turn into a pork chop or something you know it was just <laughs> it was just, it just that really amused me and coming from my perspective I beg to differ with Kenny. I always thought that um, that uh, Gu Feng was a very handsome man, and I love him in his um, old scholarly master Sifu roles. Even if he's a villain or a, or a good guy, it doesn't matter. I think he's um, skillful in playing either role. I just I didn't find him attractive in this one, and I. It was just I don't know maybe it's my disappointment just washed over everything. Well, no, I think I think, I think you weren't to be meant attractive to... though because like the yeah the, he the, his dress throughout most of the movie was like in in shabby you know, yeah yeah but when she like... starts falling in love with him you would expect him to be you know to be better looking like through her eyes yeah. but it just didn't it didn't connect with mm-hmm. me. But I, but I also think the sleaziness of the character kind of affects how attractive he looks in this movie because he's definitely like he's doing all these little things with his eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like there's the scene where he milks the woman's breast and like his eyes bulge out of his head and he just looks like a real creep. 
and 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 whenever he's being sneaky he you know you know he's just you know he's really hamming up the 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 eye shifting and and and, and all that stuff so um but yeah I, I i like this role for him i think uh i, I like Gu, Gu as a villain i like him as a hero i also like him as sort of just like wild martial characters that 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 are that are uh uh, that have some kind of deep passion that that they need to to unleash. Um, he's just he's just a he's a great actor for these kind of roles. And this one, I, I think I think visually the character really works. Like that that image where he, and I think it's the cover image on the movie. It might not be, but there's a there's a there's a scene where he's holding the skull in the in the construction site and he's trying to he's trying to get T Lung to to walk off the beam. And the way he's holding the skull, the way his hair is cut, it you know the structure of his face, it all just creates a really compelling villainous stance for me. Um, but what about uh, so so? I guess the next character to talk about would be the Tani Tien character. We discussed a little bit, but what did you guys think of her? I sorry, go ahead. Is that, yeah, I, I thought I thought she was the uh, the the highlight of the uh, of the movie. But uh, I honestly I would have liked it better if the movie had centered on her more consistently. I mm-hmm. think that would have would have involved me more. Because I I feel like at the end, you know, it's kind of in the middle of the movie. The movie has the most attention to her, and near the end, she kind of almost gets sidelined a little bit as other things are going on. I feel like. That, that kind of made the last half hour a little less interesting as she was just kind of there till she uh, gets wiped out at the end. And uh, so, yeah, I, I could have done with more of her character. Yeah, she was definitely an interesting one. Like, yeah, she's obviously like a a, a, a bad character. Like, a, like mm-hmm. a, she's actually, you know, a bad guy in, 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 in the movie. But it, it just feels like, like, she's sympathetic in the way that she's getting involved with things that she doesn't understand and uh, yeah and, and I guess it's it, it's sort of it feels like yeah there's, there's a lesson there in that you know you, you can't use unnatural means to get what you want otherwise you know the the dark forces will take take you take take from you what you wanted from them in the first place and that kind of thing which was a you know interesting little sub theme there I thought but other than that, like I think her acting was great, and she had the whole sort of rich, um, rich, unreasonable young lady thing going on quite well for her, and I think she did quite well. I think she played the part very well. I just didn't like her, her character, and you're not supposed to. Mm. I, I don't know. For some reason, I felt her kind of annoying, not in the candy one kind of annoying, but a different kind of annoying. And I'm not exactly sure what kind of annoying it was, but, um, but she was the most fleshed out character, um, in the movie besides, uh, Lo Lie's character and, uh, Gu Feng's character. Those were the three that were the most fleshed out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's very true. Because like, if we take any other characters in the movie and say, okay, so what were they doing like a year ago? Like, the only person <laughs> we could really have an answer for is, oh, well, Miss uh, um, Sao or Loyen was married to an old guy who was very rich, and uh, you know, um, Ku Feng's character was up to no good in the mountain village somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, those are the only characters that we really know much, you know, any, anything about. But everybody else is just sort of like, well, they're it could literally be anyone else, um, and it wouldn't really make much of a difference there. Yeah, and like I said, I was rooting for her, so I, I think I definitely like the character. Um, and I think, you know, I, I think, like, you know, she, she just did a good job with, like, you know, the role is kind of, like you said, she's she's supposed to be annoying because she's, like, the, uh, uh, mm-hmm. she's she's trying to, you know, take this, this guy from the, the woman who he loves. Um, but she's also, you know, she needs to be seductive. She needs to be... Uh, you know, like a powerful person who has all this money, and it just you know she she's very good at what she what she uh, needs to do in the film, and and I think she has uh you know in these kind of roles she really excels, so I I thought that it was it was a good fit for her, um, and I found the uh the Lolier character quite a bit of fun too, um, and I mean I think that makes sense because he's so notorious for playing villains, um, but I was curious how how you guys thought this role worked with him. 
<laughs> he had the whole scheminess and like, he, like, he, he's experienced in playing villains. I, I would actually know, like, how many other movies have he been in at this point? Like, 1975? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure the chronology. I have to look at it. I have to, like, go and actually compare. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's been in villainous roles prior to this, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Was, I, 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 yeah, I was, I was just saying, like, he, he, he had the. the, the, the the manners of, of a sleazy um, villain down. I think, like, he... and to, to be fair, like, I, I don't think it, the movie like needed Nole to play this character. I mean, like, like yeah, like the was saying, like they're not really making good use of the actors that they have. Really, like any other person, I, I feel like would have just been exactly the same there. I think, I think part of what it was, I think the function he kind of served was to show. That there are men that the Tani Tien character is not interested in. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you could, because I felt like seeing her, you know, like sort of fawn over T Lung, it was it was useful to see her react negatively to someone else. Do you know what I mean? It just kind of made the character a little bit more. And that was fine, but they could have gotten someone else besides Lo Lie to play that part. It didn't have That's to true. be. That's true. That's true someone of his of his nature though i have to say i kind of liked like i i liked his um i liked his performance as the character because i think if if they brought somebody else in it might have weakened the movie even though it's a minor yeah, part I, I i thought so too i thought he was uh he, he was an intriguing intriguing character i think i think it added to the movie having him in that role but you know <laughs> well the thing i liked about him was i liked Sort of, well, number one, the, the 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 way that they dressed him, like his 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 attire was 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 fitting for the time and kind of had this fashionable thing going on, but he looked like somebody who, uh, you know, was was possibly spending all of the very little money that he earned on on creating this facade, because um, he clearly couldn't afford all the black magic that he was that he was yeah. uh, that he was paying for, um, but also the the the, the confidence that he had. When when he wasn't when he when he basically blatantly refuses to pay for the service, um, you know I, I I enjoyed that. But I think his biggest function was really to show what the goofung character can do to somebody. Um, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was. I mean, because they could have they could have technically started the movie with somebody talking to uh, you know Tanning Tian and being like, oh well, you know, hey, I know this guy, you know, just like just like happens at the noodle shop with Lole's character. They could have, they could have, they could have started it with her and skipped a step, but it, it by creating kind of this one cycle ahead, it created these are the consequences of dealing with this guy. So it, uh, it, it, it allowed them to set things in motion a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, actually, the worst actor in the movie was the dog. That was like the least unconvincing, threatening dog. When she's when she's threatening the guy, he was gonna tear your throat out. The dog's just sitting there, like with its tongue out, just like the happiest, friendliest dog in the world. It's like no, I I I, I did not did not buy that dog as an attack dog at all. It's unconvincing. What about the? Uh... So what about the special effects, which we've touched on a little bit, and and just the gore factor of the movie? Because that's kind of the thing that it's. I mean, it's it's tame now, especially compared to the movies that came after it. But that's sort of the thing that it was 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 it was noteworthy for. Uh, I'm curious how you guys reacted to that stuff. I feel like it did a better job even in the older movies. Like the the, the, the special effects. Like okay, so we only really see the special effects at the last. If we can call it even call it a battle, like the final battle between the, the two uh, the two magicians, um, and that was just ridiculous. I mean, it was just <laughs> the, the, the very thin black line flying across the screen is not a special effect, really, is it? Like <laughs> that was uh, that was like a facepalm moment for me. It's like, oh, really? And then you're gonna have like a highlighter going from the heavens downwards to, <laughs> for for the shielding effect. That's like, oh man, that was so bad. Yeah, I, I liked a lot of the effects uh, as far as the uh, the stuff like the worms under the skin and uh, and uh, the just little things like the little wriggling worm things in the coconut, you know, early in the movie. I I, I mean they they are 
they are dated kind of cheesy looking effects, but I, I thought they they were effective. They kind of got the mood across. Yeah, and I enjoyed the whole disintegrating people thing when people would die of the death spell. I mean, it's really, it's it's not something I would say, wow, that was an amazing effect, but it, it just had the right aesthetic for me for this kind of movie. So on the whole, I was I was fine with the effects. But the, the, you're right about the last movie, though. When they really try and go big blockbuster finish, and they kind of, they kind of overstretch their their bounds a little bit there at the end. It definitely wasn't as gory as I thought it was going to be, or because someone had told me that I shouldn't watch it um, because I didn't like horror films. And this was like last year because I was going to watch it then. Hmm. But um, they said don't watch it because you don't like horror films. So then when I sat down and did watch it, then I was like. Okay, why would they tell me that? Because there's nothing in this that scares me, grosses me out, or anything. The special effects were, I guess, good for the time because that's all that they had. Um, but after you know, watching like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff, you know, it's not going to. You know what's interesting? I think people mean very different things when they say shock and gore and gross, and so. Because it's, it's interesting, I, I like horror movies, and so I'm usually pretty inoculated against this stuff, but this actually had a pretty big effect on me when I first saw it, because so much of it was oriented around food and worms and things that are, like, parasitic. Mm -hmm. And so I, I guess when when normally when you invoke gore, you're thinking, oh, like, like Freddy Krueger cutting somebody open and that sort of thing. And there really wasn't a whole lot of that sort of uh, thing going on in this film. Most of the most of the shock stuff was the guy drinks coconut water and then they open the coconut and there's all these little thin red worms That's in there. Worms. Yeah, yeah, that worked for me. Yeah. That part worked. Yeah, that's that stuff really creeped me out because then I'm imagining it in my body and it's just like you know I it, 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 I found it very effective and I found the fact that it was f a lot of it was food stuff you 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 can't help but imagine the taste of things when people are eating them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it, it added to it for me. Um, well, it's it's a lot. Of, a lot of, that goes to the thing with horror movies being relatable is often effective. I mean, it's kind of a, a comment people make is that like in the movie The Thing, you know, The Thing is a really over the top special effects gore everywhere movie. But the thing that often makes people really flinch in that is the point where everyone has to get a blood test. Because <laughs> it's like you you know that you're like oh man ooh, you're gonna, gonna draw blood that's that, I know exactly what that feels like and it, it puts people on edge in a way that something really over the top doesn't. But um, but yeah, yeah. like as, as as far as like horror movies here, like this isn't the you know jump scare. The no. ultra gore type, like it, 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 the whole movie has got like then we'll say the whole movie, but the the this, the the creepy scenes are the ones like where where, where they try to instill a sense of unease in yeah. you. Like a lot of it's just like well, between the music, like the very jarring um, sounds that they that, that they chose for the soundtrack here, and and the weirdness on that you see on the screen makes it it's just very unsettling as opposed to uh, making me feel fear or. Or, or yeah, shock or whatever. I, it's just like it's just like a slightly uncomfortable, like a, sitting on a, 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 a lumpy cushion type of thing, rather than. A... <laughs> it's more of a body yeah. horror thing than like a fear thing. Like I would definitely agree. Like it's not like like Killer Snakes is a scary movie in my opinion, and this is not scary in that way. This is like a movie where, you know, if you watch it late at night with with the, with 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 all the lights out, you're probably not going to have any trouble getting to bed after. You might have trouble mm -hmm. opening the That's fridge in the I middle of the it. night, huh? <laughs> I said, that's how I watched it yeah, <laughs> at yeah. night with all the lights out in my bed. And I kept getting up to get food. So it didn't affect me at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, this is this is like very much kind of the tales of the crypt model of horror. It's like a person who isn't a particularly good person does something bad and ends up paying a horrible price for it. And it's, it's, a, it's kind of in that, that kind of moral horror universe. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's on the whole, those movies tend not to be the scariest. And I suppose it might be scary if somebody like really deeply believes in like black magic or something like that. Like maybe it would be more scary. I don't know. Um, you know, sort of like how like the exorcist is a lot more scary if you if you believe in the devil and you believe in, you know, all of the things that are going on in the in the movie. Um, so I, I but but I don't know. I think um 
I, I, I think I think just in general, this is it's it, as scary movies go. I wouldn't rank it highly. I would say it's more about gore is the wrong word, but sort of that that sort of horror element to it. That that you know it makes it makes you it makes you wince. It makes you uh, uneasy. Um, yeah, and I will say it it has a good. I, I like the atmosphere of it, even though it wasn't scary. I felt like. I felt like there was it was building kind of this working occult universe that that I understood as the movie went on. So it, uh, uh, you know, it, it may not be scary, but I felt like the supernatural elements worked. Yeah, and I and I would agree with that. I agree that it had that kind of an atmosphere, and I think I think being made in 1975 also really helped. That does it generally helps with a lot of horror movies for me. Um, yeah, it's good. I, I like the the uh, aesthetic of that era for horror. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know what, what about the, uh, uh, the over, I, I don't know, the overall story was anybody, did anybody have any complaints or anything that they particularly liked about it? I think the only mentioned like that there wasn't really any surprises and I, I agree with that. Like, I, I know that it seems like it would, yeah, there's, it could go in any any sort of ways, like people, maybe in a more tragic way, sort of Chen mm-hmm. uh, Chen style of actually, people actually dying and uh, and stuff. But yeah, the, the good guys all sorts of vibe in the end. Like the fact that the um, the good magician existed, sort of, <laughs> I guess, it invalidated a lot of the tension that could have been if mm. if you know if. if if these curses and stuff were um, existed and and they had no like sort of known way of like resolving it and only through you know accidentally killing um, uh, Kufun's character that they discovered that they were actually fine afterwards. Well, that's you know there are different the fact that you know you have this so, I say Deus Ex Machina but he was really he, uh, the 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 good doctor didn't really the good the good magician didn't really do. Uh, he, he he gave a lot of information, and he was the I don't know, I don't know. like I, I'd say um, his his presence definitely took away from the movie rather than enhanced it. Well, I'd say you know as much as I I liked the introductory scene of this movie on the one hand, it was an interesting scene in isolation, but in the context of the whole movie, it sets up wow, there's this really powerful good magician, and he's more powerful than the bad magician, and the bad magician is really scared of him, yeah. which is which is not a great dynamic to set up for a horror movie yeah they they, they, re- they really should have handicapped the uh the the good magician in some way or made him le- less accessible to the heroes you know like so that there was some uh-huh. yeah I, I definitely would agree with that uh it's it's because because it, you, you you right from the beginning Gu Feng is just like you know terrified of this this good magician um yeah and so it, it, it kind of it, it you know but but I also agree. I like I like I like the opening. I like the opening sequence. So there were some things about it I didn't quite understand, but um, but I thought it was I thought it was a good opener, and and I think they also established sort of Gu Gu Feng. His character has this this pattern of like using the women that hire him as shields for uh, mm. to deflect the good magician's powers. Um, he he does it to yeah. the woman that pays him in the beginning, and, and he, you know first he ties her to that post, but then he. He uses her as a shield, and then he does it to Tani Tian at the end of the movie, uh, where she where she ends up getting hit with some of that energy, and I don't know, I guess being rapidly aged or something. Um, but uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I know we, we mentioned earlier that that you like the sort of the, the the death magic effects, but I think all of the people who we who who we see decay when they died were the ones who employed the black magic rather than like the death magic being used on them. So the couple at the beginning, you know, were were killed by the death magic of yeah. uh, Gu Feng's character, but they didn't decay; that they remained as a whole corpse. Uh, but oh. everybody who did decay were the ones that actually, you know, either enlisted Gu Feng's character to help them or were. Kufung himself, I guess. Which is one of the uh, things I was. I had a question about because, like, Titani Tian, like, I understood why Lo Lie's character did that because he had been he had been fed the the coconut water, and and it made sense that he would he would when he died something like that would happen to him. What what? But I what I didn't get was why uh, why Tani Tian's character died in that manner. Do you know what I mean? Like she she decays and there's all these worms coming out of her. I mean, she was also technically the target of uh, the love spell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's spell. true. I guess that's uh, yeah. true. Yeah, she she was in two. In fact, she was initially a target of the one by um, 
Lolier's yeah. efforts, and then by when he brought the azaleas to her, and uh, and, and then we had that scene where he was you know dressed in a spiffy suit. Um, but I, I like to think that the decay, you know, the, if if it died as a result of the curse, they'd be dead. But uh, but the decay was actually as a result of them meddling with dark forces, and this was like the price okay. for 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 meddling is. is yeah, they've been them being dragged to hell or whatever. I, I, this is like me sort of embellishing in my mind what happens to these people yeah. after the story. But, <laughs> um, but the decay felt a bit more special than just you know them um, them being eroded by the good guys' energy or whatever, or, or as a result of uh, yeah, I, I see it more as a backlash for for using dark magic. No, that that, that makes sense. What, what what did you guys think of the uh, the whole? aspect of them i mean it, it didn't really get too deep into this but there was that little bit where uh t lung is is getting medical treatment for for what affects him and i think the same thing happens to uh, lily lee's character and so there is this kind of conflict going on where it's like modern medicine isn't able to help the characters and the uh, the good the good magician has to come in and and uh and 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 provide remedies for them if in doubt, brain surgery, right? I mean, yeah. that's obviously the, <laughs> yeah. the clear way. That seems a little abrupt, I have to say. But that's, that's the so time. But that was the time back then. They seemed to go to some kind of surgery for everything instead of trying to treat it in other ways. So if, you know, 1975-ish, well, yeah, brain surgery would have been the way to go. And he was in the hospital for three months, he said. So he was in long recovery for that. But yeah, I, that didn't like I, the 1975. I wouldn't want to have to have brain surgery at that time. <laughs> um, I mean, it's better than than decades earlier, but I, I it still didn't look too. Uh, <laughs> it it, it didn't look uh, like 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 the kind of procedure that you want, especially if it's if it's not going to do anything. <laughs> um, but to be fair, they said what he had a worm in his brain, so they probably did need to perform brain. Like, what else is a doctor going to do? Um, you know, if you tell a doctor, "Oh no, no, no! It's it's just a case of black magic." They're not gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's yeah. You know, the, the the sort of the, those sort of medical scenes were drawing on the the fact that, or the yeah you know, the the, the, the ra- I say rampant rumors, but you know the sort of late night radio shows where they talk about, oh, these people uh, have these sort of curses on them, and you know they're haunted by snakes and bees and all that that, that you know you can't solve with science and. I think it's just there to add to the edge factor more than anything else. Did uh did anybody have any scenes that they really didn't like for some reason or that they really did like? Uh, as you guys know, I, I have a strong bias against construction scenes. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I was, I was like, wow, the movie opened like that to the original scene. We got the construction scene. I was waiting for David Chang to show up, but he never <laughs> did. So I was... I found that sign disappointing on multiple levels. Yeah, we're good. I thought that. Oh, go ahead. Um, the the way that he cast spells with the naked women, um, those were very interesting scenes, um, to me anyway. Uh, I don't know much about black magic, but I'm I'm pretty sure that if someone told me to take off my clothes. To have a spell perform, I probably wouldn't do it. But that's me and my modesty. I think most people would probably not do it either. (laughs) But I think these were all very determined people that were going to him. Um, Though, interestingly enough, he didn't ask Lolier to take off his clothes. He just asked the ladies. No, he didn't. Just the ladies. (laughs) Yeah, I I think he had uh, an additional agenda going on. He was leering at Tiny Tan's character quite a bit, wasn't he? (laughs) He was leering at the other woman, too. That's subtle. Yeah. Oh, my question is like, was the breast milk like a special effect, or did they somehow manage to find like models I, who had recently given birth and they're like, okay, we need you to be topless in this okay. movie? <laughs> my opinion, I think, I, my opinion is that was real breast milk in that scene. Yeah, I think I think that I, one was lactating. This, this, yeah, because we, we only we only ever see I think one person do it because in the in the later scene it's a body double. You know, yeah, that was definitely a body double. So I think I think they just found one woman and they used actually used her in the first scene and they used her as a body double in the second scene. That's my opinion. I, I thought that was just re- again, it's a, you know, it, 
that was like one of the weird parts. It's like, eh, did they have to like show the squeezing of the breast milk? That was I mean, really. <laughs> okay, I but don't here... have ever seen that in a movie before, so that no, was very unusual. So, no. so my argument for why they should keep that in is that the fact that he's putting real breast milk in there makes it all that much more like potent magically no not potent magically but <laughs> all that much more unnerving that there's like you know that you know it's not like a tube next to her just you know putting it into the thing it's like it's real you know human breast milk um i think that kind of it kind of adds to the the grossness factor of the movie yeah definitely and i mean that's i mean again you guys have not seen boxer's omen so like the, the where where this stuff go leads to is just like some very <laughs> yeah it's, it's just a so-called slippery slope basically it's a, it's a very slippery <laughs> slope yeah because uh, because in that movie I mean there are scenes in that that like make me want to vomit do you know what I mean and I'm and again I watch a lot of horror movies and they don't really affect me but something about the way food is utilized in these films and you, you see traces of it here but by by the time you know you see a movie like Boxer's Omen it's uh it's really intense like it's a uh it's not subtle at all um like this act this looks like a very subtle movie compared to to boxer's omen um yeah, speaking of food actually like the, the um the opening scene where he's like slicing the, the 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 chest of the man like that just made me crave pork belly for some reason i think that was pork belly i think that that definitely <laughs> yeah, looked it, like... was, it was like a slab of like really fatty pork belly i was like oh i could i, I could do yeah. some pork belly. In fact, that, that that did look pretty tasty i have to say yeah that was that was a weird reaction i had to it's like oh a disgusting scene but hmm, that looks pretty good but I, but also that <laughs> added to my horror because even though i knew it wasn't human skin i knew it was pork belly and he's cutting it with that knife and then he puts the knife in his mouth and i keep thinking yeah, like you're gonna I get know. trichinosis Skufong. you're gonna you know. <laughs> yeah I, I i that crossed my mind as well that's that's some serious cross contamination and, and the head was just a really bad prop the head that he puts onto the uh the head. <laughs> yeah yeah but the other scene that i thought was kind of creepy was when they they dig up the body and he has the burn the lower mm -hmm. jaw and just for a oh, moment yeah. the corpse's eyes open up and then they close and in most movies i feel like she would have like done something but just the fact that she awakened briefly really bothered me yeah, yeah i thought that she was really actually going to do something and then when she took the um flame away from the chin and uh, her eyes closed again it was like okay but then the little the white stuff dribbling out of her mouth and he collects it for a, the spell. I'm just like, oh, okay. That was the grossest part for me, I think. Well, I think what bothered me about it was it somehow, it it just sort of like the, the, the way that her eyes opened and then closed, it just really sort of made death prominent in your mind. Like it was, it just was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is like, I don't know, just a really, uh, a really bleak, image of of what what it means to be dead um yeah they were doing they were doing something really blasphemous in that scene was the feeling i got at least that was that was it that was a transgression against death <laughs> but, uh, that that scene definitely stuck out the other scene that i thought was kind of coolly shot was when uh when lily lee is in bed and she's a, like she doesn't die but you kind of think she dies like that night when she is first afflicted with the death mm. spell and she has that vision of all those women hopping around her they're all they're all like radiating with green you know light or something something about that scene i thought looked really 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 neat and and it was kind of like the gufung scene it was sort of like something out of a like it's a it was like a really heavy-handed cinematic tactic but it it, it worked. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that scene. I, I, I like that one as well. Yeah, I have to say, if there's scenes I didn't like, so, like some of the ones were like, uh, and again, I think, you know, I think it's, it's, it kind of gets into the wasting of T. Lung here, where some of, the, some of the scenes where he's supposed to be in love with Tani Tien were felt obligatory more than anything else. Do you know what I mean? Like it felt like... It just felt like you know here he is in a pool you know like snuggling with her in a pool and it didn't really have any uh, it didn't have any weight to it it was you know and and, and I was a little confused yeah. about like what mental state he was supposed to be in exactly how much of his 
former mind was still there. Yeah, well, I think I think too that would have uh, would have would have would be a place where I think the movie would have worked better if you were more firmly in the viewpoint of Tani Tian throughout the movie, because yeah. then you could have had her reaction to, oh, she's got him now, but is, you know, him being in this kind of weird state. And I don't know. I just, I just feel like the movie would have worked better if it had a stronger uh, concentration on her as a main character. Yeah. I, well, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I think, uh, I think that, 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 that would have made the movie stronger. I mean, I think we got a lot of her, but I, but I, I do, I do agree yeah. with those scenes, um, and I really did like sort of her, just I don't know, commitment to this project of of ensnaring Ti Hung. It was, it yeah. was a very, I mean, it was, it was very intense. You know, it's like the scene where she shows up the night before his wedding and she's drunk in his bath. Well, she's not really drunk; she's feigning drunkenness, and and uh, you know, I thought that scene played really well. Uh, and it was probably one of the one of the scenes too where I thought he, where, where where his performance felt like it was more fitting for what was going on. Um, you know, it yeah. seemed to make better use of him. Um, also, that scene was like the only one where you got any sort of like action from Dylan's character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he comes in, takes off his clothes, does like three push ups, and then it's like, oh yeah, workout complete. <laughs> yeah, I, that was that always that always bothers me. The three push, I don't, I think it's like two push ups. It's, it's 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 like this really minimal amount of push ups that he does, and then he goes to start some other exercise, which presumably he's also going to cut very short, and then he's interrupted by the sounds in his bathroom. But that. Uh, I mean, I get that we don't want to sit there and watch him do ten push-ups because it might be time-consuming. I don't know. I I, I think I'd enjoy watching him do ten. I don't know. From my perspective, I would have enjoyed it. I mean, he was eye candy in this movie, so. Uh, yeah, they they just stuck with the push-ups, then had the noise from the bathroom, you know, and then yeah. like you know, just he was he get you know he does two push-ups, noise, he, you know, the switching yeah. switching exercises is where they went. So you that. could you could satisfy both groups. There's nothing about push-ups that prevents dialogue from taking place. Do you know what I mean? So they could have had the dialogue occur around the push-ups. Um, <laughs> but then I like the whole scene where, like, the wife, you know, the, the 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 woman he's engaged who calls, uh, and 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 Tanny Tian is in the background trying to create a disturbance, and, and so I just I just like the dynamic in that scene. Um, but uh, but yeah, well, I want to ask you, Dion, though, since you didn't like the movie, what would you, what changes would you make to this film? Like, what would, it, what do you think would have made you enjoy this movie more? I would have definitely needed some action um, in this movie to enjoy it. It, I just need, I don't know, even if it was just like maybe some kind of brawl fight or something i don't know there just needed to be some kind of action in it it was just too drama centered and and boring for me and maybe if they had used a different person in uh t lung's role and even lily lee i mean i love them as actors but i prefer them in different kinds of roles and this was just really like you said at the beginning they were or someone said cardboard cutouts. Yeah. They were just there to help the story along and not really getting to know them. And kind of some of the acting, I to me, felt overacted. And then somewhere it was like uh, cardboard acting. Um, but, yeah, I just think better choices with the actors would have been better and added some action to it. I'm wondering how you'd react to Boxer's Omen now because that has a lot of action in it and it's still got a lot of the other elements that are, you know, present in this movie. Um, but but I guess that's I guess that's besides the point at the, at this stage. But we'll uh you know, we'll have to, we'll have to see how uh how everybody responds to the sequel when, when we get to that. Um the the other Now that I know more more what to expect in this movie, I'll probably look at it through different eyes. Well, the sequel's more popular too. I think. Like, I don't. I've never taken a poll, but like, I, I'm pretty sure more people are like. Like, I see more people rave about the sequel in like reviews and stuff. It's kind of hard to measure that because I might just be looking at the three favorable reviews. But I'm pretty sure it's 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 a uh, it's kind it kind of ups a lot of the stuff that's going on in this one. Um, and so uh, the the final thing I want to get into a little bit was the music because that is sort of un 
avoidable in this movie. You can't really, you know, not hear the music in it. And, and, uh, I don't know. I, I found, I found that that style of music that they play, uh, you know, the, the sort of upbeat, I don't know what you would call it. Like, you know, the upbeat music they play when people are driving and stuff in the film from like 1975, that stuff annoys the hell out of me. That is like the, it, 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 it drives me up the wall. I think because it's stuff that I must've heard when I was very young all the time watching TV. Cause that, that sound was still sort of present up through the early eighties. And, yeah. and I've just never liked that, that style of music as background music in a film. Um, it kind of it's especially in a horror movie it really it, it really thwarts the the building of the atmosphere you have to every time that every time a scene with that music comes on i have to ease back into the mood of the film yeah there's just something innately cheesy about that music for me as well it's like it automatically yeah i just i i would say i'm i'm irritated by it but i i find it kind of funny and it 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 does pull me out of the story it's uh yeah it's, it's something that hasn't aged well that's for sure i i did like the use of sound effects though like like you know when they're using black magic and i like i like it's one of the things i like about shaw brothers in general is you know they'll they'll, they'll get the right sound to play to sort of indicate okay this is what's going on right <laughs> now do you know I mean whether it's mm-hmm. like he's using this technique or okay no there he you know black magic is now is now happening, um, but uh, but yeah I, I think uh, uh, I don't know I think uh, you know we we need to we need to wrap it up at this point because we're getting on uh, on forty five minutes but uh, I'd say I, I the, you know the movie is available on Amazon Prime so you can see it streaming if you want. Um, you know, I think it's it's worth checking out if you're interested in this genre of movie. But you know, like Dion was saying, it's a very different type of film that we normally cover here, and and it's definitely the kind of film that you it has a pace to it that's not very you know it's not a breakneck pace by any stretch, and and there isn't really any action except for that final scene, which is like more of a duel between two uh, you know. Two, two, two users of magic. So it's sort of like a, um, uh, and and it's and it and it's and it's definitely not like I've seen a lot of movies where they have like the Taoist priests sort of fending each other off and stuff. And there are much better films in terms of you know watching watching a magical duel than this one. This one, the magic duel at the end is kind of, uh, it, it, it you know, you, like number one, there's the effects, but number two, it just doesn't have all the little the little flourishes that that I really like to see in in the magical duels in these films where people are sort of like very rapidly throwing talismans at each other and, you know, reciting prayers and stuff. Uh, Another issue too just goes back to the fact that they've so established that the good magician is more powerful that I wasn't, I was, it's like, oh, okay, now there's their standoff. Now he's going to beat the bad guy. It just, it didn't, it didn't have any stakes because of, well, of the, the power that set up. There was one moment where he shifts his attention to T. Lung and tries to direct his attack on him, but then the good magician just ports so his I, barrier over to him. And... <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't that gripping a, a conclusion there. So yeah, uh, I'd say calling it like a, a magical duel is a bit of a stretch. It's all like a, these two <laughs> people standing there in poses. Use your imagination for the rest. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to bring in a movie that has like a real proper magical duel in it uh, as a point of comparison. Because because when because when they do it well, it's really nice. Uh, but I think this movie's specialty is really more the unnerving, you know, wormy stuff that's going on throughout it. Um, yeah. And and again, I think I think I think it played to, like those effects are fairly inexpensive and cheap. They get like a coconut and put worms in them. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, exactly. So, so I don't know. Any any parting thoughts before we head out? Nope. I said what I have to say. All right. Um, okay. So we we we're, we're going to continue with black magic as a theme for the month i think next week we're doing black magic too but i do want to we're going to probably confer because if uh if this one didn't go over well with people maybe we'll swap things around um and and accommodate people's schedules but uh but likely we'll be doing black magic 2 next week and if not we'll be doing a similar type of movie and uh we're going to be doing that for the whole month of october 
And so, again, if people want to support the podcast, they can they can go to our Patreon page and support us. Uh, and that helps us get, you know, movies and things so that we're not always just going to Prime or whatever. Uh, but we do try to stick to Prime, not just to make it easier for all of us, but also to make it easy for the listeners to to uh, to go and, and watch the movies that we're talking about. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's it, 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 you know, not everybody can uh, can 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 gain easy access to all these kinds of films. So, all right, so we will let you go, and we will talk to you later. <laughs>